0: Uh-oh. 10. <laughs> oh, someone's gonna be pissed. Go ahead and tell it. it's me, because it's me every year. So,
1: all the names are in the hat, so here we go. Here we go.
2: Well, let's pick out the show. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had advice some racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it first seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exact, uh, there's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up, at the post. Make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland Lawn, Parks, and Matoga. And all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com racingdudes.com for all the events racingdudes.com as good as it gets what is up i'm jared welch he's an
0: alterman this is a very special blinkers off what's up man
1: yeah this is a big show today man we've got uh, the drawing for the fantasy league so we're going to draw for the uh for the draft positions in the league so uh everybody's you know tuned in for that i'm sure so uh, or at least the the guys that are playing anyway. So yeah, we got a big show. We got the draft. Uh, just, just to show you a little little highlight. See, I've got I've got name cards for everybody. That was Paul's, and then uh, I got numbers. And so we will we will be drawing for those uh, sometime during the show. It's it's up to Jared. I, he he schedules the show. I just show up.
0: I was saying, I'm, I'm I'm just really contemplating because I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess that a good chunk of the people uh, they're gonna be listening are just on here for uh the draft order so i'm wondering if we should just wait to the very very end to 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 put that up or maybe we should just randomly like throughout the show be like all right let's draw another one and just let (laughs) (laughs) just let now that
1: i like just sprinkle it in should we draw one right now (laughs) i
0: think we should we should let's do it you want to all right yeah let's do it let's do it we're gonna so this this is great okay so so for those uh, that are tuning in, I hope you're not late. Uh, we're going to go we're going we're going to go and do the first spot right now. The first person right, so
1: in my hand are the numbers, so I'll just that one I draw number
0: number wise really isn't. Uh-oh. 10. <laughs> oh, someone's going to be pissed. Go ahead and tell it it's me cuz it's me every year. So,
1: all the names are in the hat. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> What a way to kick off the show! What a way Slim, to kick off! Slim, you got the tenth pick, buddy.
0: Slim is in uh, the last pick of the draft. I'm so sorry that you know. At least you can get off the show now. You know, you don't have to watch the whole damn time. <laughs> start... Oh,
1: what a great start to the show! Man, Bechard, looking
0: for those eight rings, Slim. Those are the horses you'll be getting. So,
1: <laughs> so Slim opens off the show. We open the show. Slim is going to be the tenth pick in the draft. Now, Magic and I were talking on it before, uh, before uh, today or, or earlier today, and we said actually the tenth pick is not horrible because then you get the eleventh pick because it's a snake style draft. So that's really not bad. We thought like five, six; those are the worst yeah. positions. So because well,
0: the five and the six spots, you do have a little more pressure because it's it's like yeah, you you the, like the one good thing about getting ten is you you kind of are left with not great so you're just you don't have as much pressure but in five or six you kind of have a few good horses left that you need to take a, a stand on um but yeah I, I i've been in that spot a couple times slim so i mean and look where i turned out so uh all right well i love the way we're doing this so we'll, yep. we'll draw this randomly throughout the show um i think we'll just kind of know we'll, you know when the time's right i love it yep. I, I, yeah i, I that, yeah we, that was we... not planned by the way
1: that's the funniest thing about it. Jared and I had discussed zero about how we were going to do it, when we were going to do it, and on the fly we've just thought of that. So I, I love it. I love it. That's great, man. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, when we when the show hits a little lull, we'll just go right back to the to the to the picking of the order here. So yeah, I'm excited. When we
0: see the when we see the users start dropping, we're like, all right, time for another pick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, call your friends. Man. Hey,
1: they are going to draw again. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, all right. Well. Let's see. What's uh? You know, we, we we have obviously. We'll get right into the best thing you saw because for me, it's yeah. it's the fact that we are doing. I mean, it's just I'm. I mean, not, it's just not just me. Everyone, I'm like so ready for 2020 to be done and 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 to be focusing on 2021 and obviously the 2021 Derby. Mm. It, it just it's almost like a breath of fresh air. Like let's start. Let's just good riddance to this year and the Derby trail or the Derby slash Triple Crown trail. And let's just freaking move on to some sort of normalcy for 2021 and start, you know, just just researching these two-year-olds already and and, and looking at them as they move into 2021. It, it's exciting because I'm so tired of talking about this year. So uh, that's easily the best thing I saw. Oh, I could also talk about the fact that the Chiefs are now number one, um, at least in the power rankings. They, they still technically don't have the one uh, after the tiebreaker with the Steelers. But the Steelers lost my boy Alex Smith, uh, which was a huge Huge win for him. Huge loss uh, for the Steelers. And so if they can lose one more, we could win out. Uh, They hold the tiebreaker because we lost in our division. Um, So the division, I think it's like head-to-head. And then the next one, um, which we don't play them. uh, And then the next one is division uh, win percentage. So since we lost to the Raiders, we were down one from them. But, yeah, I mean, it was a good thing. And and, uh, this year, more than ever, with only the one, the first seed by, we need it, I feel like. So uh, the Chiefs, but I won't talk about them. Chiefs are the number one. Uh, But – 2021 coming up close. That's the best thing I saw today.
1: Yeah. Steelers are going to lose another game. I think too. I think it's just going to be a matter if the chiefs are going to lose another game. I think they're, I think the Steelers will lose one more uh, along the way there. So yeah, it was good to see them lose, especially Alex Smith. Uh, like I've said many times in the show I'm not a Chiefs fan but if you're not an Alex Smith fan I I don't know you might have something wrong with you like that's pretty cool how he's been able to come back and play well and right now the Redskins are playing well and they're they're in the playoffs as of right now. Yes, there's 5 and 7 but they're in the playoffs as of right now. So uh yeah, Jared we don't need it. You might. Um
0: so I, the thing, the one the interesting thing about this year and we you and I have talked about this a lot is just like what does the buys mean? You know, other than I mean, the buy, yes, but, like, uh, you know, the home field advantage no, yeah. and those things, there's just no, you know, other than traveling or maybe if you're playing, of course, mile high is on issue this year, yeah. but if you're playing at an atmosphere that's different or maybe playing in Buffalo, that may be not exactly fun to go to Buffalo um, in the, with the weather in, in January. But, yeah, overall, it's like it just doesn't – there's not quite that home field advantage, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but, obviously, the one – you know, getting a buy. Yeah, especially if you can somehow you know wrap up the year and have and state your guys halfway through week 17 as well it's a huge huge plus so yeah I mean you want the buy for sure and last year people to forget that the the chiefs had everything go their way uh we the last week of the year to mm-hmm. get the one by you know the one seed which you know which helped a lot as far as not not you know having everything at arrowhead um so, as, you know, you never know how this will, will shape out whenever, you know, as we get closer. But, uh, yeah, what's the best thing you saw today?
1: Well, I'll give you a choice. Uh, do you want me to talk about something that happened on the Magic Mike show? Or do you want to do another wrestling segment?
0: Uh, can you do both? You did good last time. You did multiple ones. So All right.
1: I'll do both. Uh, let's see. Magic- did Sting talk? He, yeah. So, that was what I was going to talk to. But we'll do wrestling. Uh, I watched a full program of wrestling for the first time and probably... Oh, 15 years I would say maybe 10 and uh, yeah sting had a segment where he talked it was really good but overall uh, the aew product was pretty good I was I was pretty impressed they really have some guys uh, some athletic guys that can wrestle and gals they had a they had a, a kind of a creepy gal character named Abaddon that was kind of cool too so wrestling in the adW is pretty good I was pleasantly surprised uh, last night watching it so, to get away from wrestling, Magic Mike Show made me crack up today, big time. They were talking about uh, Suge and Chad, who would win in a fight between those two. <laughs> and, uh, it, yeah, it was classic. And, uh, you know, they were debating, well, you know, Chad's kind of, he'd be wiry, kind of a dirty fire. But Suge's got, like, the old man strength. So it'd be an interesting matchup. And then they got to talking about if if jockeys were to match up and fight each other. So, uh I, I I enjoyed that very much. I said David Cohen would win the uh win the jockey uh, fight for obvious reasons. I, I I would be scared of him, but uh you know, I would like to I would I would probably pay like pay-per-view to see some jockey's fight.
0: Well th- it seems like that's like the thing, Yeah, you know, now that you have these mm-hmm. random exhibitions are calling them with like the Tyson fight and now you're going to get a Floyd fight uh uh with uh, what's his name? The dude that knocked out the- <laughs> Knocked out the yeah, former YouTube guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve Paul or whatever Logan Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's the thing, right? So I think uh, think of what we could pay or what we could bring on for the you know. To, I would pay to watch any jo- two jockeys fight easily. Well,
1: what what Magic just said: Calvin Burrell versus Kent DeSormel, battle of the crazy eyed would- I would watch that all day. I would rather watch those two fight in a legit fight than ninety percent of the professional boxers out there. Like. <laughs> I would watch that and enjoy every second of it.
0: I mean, I and I think in general, like the people that don't even follow racing, it's like, hey, two little two little jockeys fighting. I mean, come on, that sounds amazing. So,
1: <laughs> weighing in, a combined weight of two hundred pounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that would be you know, and mm. it was weird. It, it, that Tyson thing was weird, and and I yeah. but you know, th- this day and age, people want to bring back old shit (laughs) and uh obviously you know and and people are willing to pay for it i mean i tyson what we what we talked about tyson made like 10 million for that uh yeah for that fight that was just a bunch of bullshit really i mean it was just it was the worst part of that that uh that pay-per-view so um oh totally it was awful but it was cool But, but
1: look i mean it, you bring back a 61-year-old wrestler you know they're paying Sting millions of dollars to just show up on TV it's that star power you right. know some guys never lose it Tyson is one of them obviously and you know not saying Burrell versus DeSormo Sormo would be star power but <laughs> if we get him in enough I like uh, to enough of an audience look out
0: uh what do you say let's uh, let's get to uh, let's get to the show here let's, we'll get to the segment i had sectioned off for uh for the fantasy league draft so we'll do a couple of them in there and then okay. we'll jump into rapid fire we'll just we'll sprinkle still sprinkle and in, in every once in a while how about that let's all do right let's do like it it's cool. today's show uh we've already got the 10 spot wrapped up Num- uh, number 10 slim uh sorry today's show we're going to announce the draft order for the 2021 racing dudes triple crown fantasy league and get rapid fire selections for the major stakes races running saturday at gulfstream park let's go The eighth annual Racing Dudes Triple Crown Fantasy League is upon us. That's right, the eighth annual. It's amazing. We are here. We ten teams in the league. We are up to like sixteen people total now in the league because we have two people on a couple teams, and it's just it's amazing that we're finally here, talking two year olds into the three year old season. You know, you're the dictator. You run this league. I'll let you kind of take it away. Explain to the people, maybe someone that's new. What this is, why they should care, and uh, you know what we're about to do here.
1: Well, let me let me start with the why you should care because we always get jackasses that say, well, we don't care about your fantasy league. Well, idiot, here's why you should care about it. You don't have to pick a team and root for it, but this is an ongoing league with people that know what they're talking about and follow these these two-year-olds now, three-year-olds next year religiously 24-7. And so you look at, okay, who got drafted? Like John White is in the league. Who did he take with his first pick? Is that a horse that I know? Maybe I don't know that horse. I'll look it up and now he's on my list. It's very valuable to see and to follow all the horses as, we, as all the transactions are made. And then if there's a claim, we, we claim horses if they're not drafted and then we see one we really like. Say there's eight people that try to claim that horse. That'll give you a good indication of who's doing well on the trail and who's not. So that's why it's important to follow, and that's why we make it public like we do. Because the bottom line is we're trying to give you an idea of here are all the contenders for all these major races that are coming up. It's not just the Kentucky Derby. It's all through the trail. So that's that's the main thing. Basically, uh, we have 10 teams. Uh, We get a lot of requests from people to play. The problem is it's really hard to get more than 10 teams. Because each team gets five horses, so that's 50 horses in the league. There's only 20 that run in the Kentucky Derby, so already, you know, it's kind of a lot of horses. So we limit it to 10 teams. Each team will draft five horses on draft night, which will be December 23rd. Um, And then you get points uh, throughout the Kentucky Derby season. I'm not going to read all the races and the points, but basically the first round of preps are worth 20 points for the winner. Uh, 10 points if you get second, five points for third, and one point for starting in the race. And then as we move along to the bigger races, which would be like your your Arkansas Derbies, your Rebels, your Florida Derby, Santa Anita Derbies, all that, uh, 50 points to the winner, 25 for a second, uh, 10 for third, and then five points for starting in the race. And then, obviously, you progress to the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont, which is 100 for the winner, 50 for second uh 25 for third and 10 for getting a horse to start in the race so that's and, how you and, break all this it
0: down. Will be, and all this will be con- you know n- not only on this show when we, we 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 post claims and and talk about the races and who's got horses running but we also on the website every week Hawthorne will do recaps as far as you know who's got what um and and kind of the point standings and what horses are pointing to where and whatnot and and the thing I love be- uh, most about this league is every year, and especially this year, so you're talking, you know, everyone likes to make their top 10 or whatever of two-year-olds, you know, or whatnot. We have a we have the most comprehensive mm-hmm. list of two-year-olds in the country because you have 16 people that are compi- essentially compiling their top 50 together, and that's what you come up with after the draft. And post will post the draft results afterwards uh you know with the draft order or the number you know one through 50 and so you, you literally have a one through 50 ranking essentially of 16 you know bright minds in horse racing and if nothing else it gives you a list of names to to, to keep your eye on you know and yeah. and that's what i love most about it so you know it gives me and everyone i think and it's fun to see as the year progresses like oh remember that horse that was drafted like fifth round you know number you know mm-hmm. 48th pick or whatever. That horse just won the Florida Derby. Like this stuff like that is really neat. And of course, we claim every you can claim every week, uh, which adds a lot of intrigue. And it never fails. There's always a a couple horses every year that turned out to be really good that no one will draft because hell, it's December.
1: Yeah. Well, for example, Authentic, who won the Kentucky Derby, I drafted him with the 21st overall pick last year. So that just kind of gives you an idea of you know how how it works. Uh, Tis the Law, who won the Belmont, was the fifth uh, overall pick. And Swiss so skydiver, the one the Preakness was a claim uh, by Dan. So, by the way, claiming you can claim a horse uh, on uh, Monday of each week, right? You, you claim a horse, and if if you're the only one that puts in for the horse, then you you have them. If there's multiple people that put in for the same horse, we have a, a shake, just like uh, you know, in,
0: in racing. Oh, you... hang on, hang on. What? It's time for another pick. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I I don't control this. It just popped up. It's time. Okay. It's time for a pick. I'm sorry. You have to get right to it. Let's right. Let's see it.
1: Let's see who it is. Let's see what number first. So the number... Uh-oh. Number four.
0: Okay. Pretty okay.
1: pretty valuable pick. I've got a draft board over here. I'm putting it on. All right. Uh-oh. That fell out. We'll put that back in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, already, I'm
0: already questioning this process, but go ahead.
1: Number four is everybody's least favorite team, Magic Mike.
0: Magic Mike. So Magic Mike right. last
1: year was in number five, and now they are in number four. Last year, they drafted the Belmont and uh, Travers and uh, Florida Derby winner, Tis the Law, in that spot. So there they and, go.
0: And uh, they shit the bed and lost the league. They should have yes, won they it. Did. They lost the league. You know, this couldn't hold on. Who did uh, they there lose go, the Magic league to? Mike.
1: Who was that that won the league last
0: year? Uh, I believe that was you, that's right. my friend. Yeah. Um, all right. So there you go. Number four, Magic Mike. And number 10 is Slim. Mm-hmm. So... Those are you. obviously have the one through three spots still out there, uh, so we'll be waiting for that. But yeah, congratulations, Magic. You guys got the four spot, so you probably already have started. But you can now definitely do your homework. You got, uh, you got some options there for sure. So all right, so explain. So you got the. So, you, so we do the draft. Uh, or we? You know, you can do claims. It's uh, you do the new system where you. Can, it's only worth 20, 20 points. Uh, January through. March and then uh, April through June is worth 40, right? That's right.
1: Yeah. So 20 point. it'll cost you 20 points for January through March. It'll cost you 40 points for an April through June claim. Exactly right.
0: And, uh, you know, we, we do it each week uh, on, uh, we, you get to put your claim in on Mondays and yep. then Alterman will get the claims Tuesday mornings on, you know, live on, on uh, here. He'll post them, he'll do it, he'll do the, you know, if it's a shake, he'll he'll announce those and obviously do it live on air so you kind of get an idea, but yeah, yeah I mean, mo- mo- more than anything, this thing started years and years ago, you know, eight years ago, I guess, that uh, Halterman and I, it was just me and him, and we and obviously very few probably that are on the show or listening now, we're listening then, and uh, you know, we just did it for bullshit, you know, so mm-hmm. something to do, and of course, with only, t- <laughs> you're only drafting 10 horses, uh, in total so it's a little, a little easier and but it just kind of added on i think slim started to follow and and you know he'd give his horses who he would have picked and then magic and then were just like hey let's just expand this you know um and so it just kind of it's it's really fun and and it's it's you know it's definitely start i feel like we have a lot of fans that have started their own leagues yep. um due to this and and obviously i've asked us advice on how to conduct different things and the most important thing you can do is not listen to anyone else. I feel like that's right. The most important is a dictator, you have to just do what you want, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you just you do you. That's the thing. Unless unless you're Dan, then you need to listen to people, and that's why we gave him <laughs> Michael Myers as a teammate this year. So yeah, the, the thing about it, you know, uh, it, the funny thing is, you just when you when these claims start to happen. You just never know. You never know. Like, I wanted Uncle Chuck bad, and I lost the shake. And then it was just me and one other person shaking for Art Collector, and I got it. And without Art Collector, I wouldn't have won the league, and I really didn't want him. He was just kind of a backup. But then he goes off you know, and wins the Bluegrass and wins the Ellis Park Derby, and that, that was just a huge jump. By the way, hopefully, a race like the Ellis Park Derby, the Fantasy League is long gone and over with by the time that gets here. The Fantasy League ends with the Belmont in a normal year so let's hope we have a normal year where it ends in the belmont this year so uh, Let me hey, ask I,
0: you how was how how was it running the league last year was it was it, awful this past year
1: it was awful it was
0: awful i hated it I like you could, you could do no right right everything was uh you just you basically just trying to throw shit against the wall and hope it stuck
1: yeah but thankfully for me i, I don't nobody's opinion matters to me nobody's <laughs> suggestions <laughs> matter to me i don't listen to anybody People tell me things, I'll say, hey, thanks. And then I throw it in the trash. So I wasn't worried about trying to please people. I was just trying to worry about, can I get, like, what do I do? How do we pivot? And listen, not to brag on myself, I feel like we did a pretty decent job. I mean, the league finished at least. So that was good.
0: Yeah. Lo and behold, who won? The guy <laughs> that was running it. Exactly. So that's just yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Get another okay. one out.
1: All right. All right. Shaking them up. The number this time. You need, the,
0: you need the actual like leather little, you know, in the balls and all that shit. Like, you know, you need to get a little more legit over there, dude. I've
1: got that. I'll take that opinion and
0: I'll file it away. <laughs> Thank you for it.
1: All right. Number nine.
0: Number nine. Number oh, nine. Okay.
1: This isn't a That's... great, this isn't a great position. So somebody's going to be mad. It's not
0: as bad as Slim though.
1: Not as bad as Slim. Oh gosh. I hope it's not me. Oh, be... I like it
0: paul oh paul is number nine all right Polly, number nine he can go he to guys, bed at least now
1: he, i know he's tired so <laughs> yeah uh all
0: right i i like this you know we got those one two three spots still open as the show goes maybe we can uh, maybe we can get down to the very end and have like the one spot and like a one and the eight left or something just like uh, the wasn't, Kentucky it, la- Derby was, wasn't it last year wasn't it last year? Yeah, exactly. We had. Wasn't it last year? We had the one and ten, and I got the ten. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so hey.
1: think it, it was last year or the year before. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm,
0: I'm I'm better than last year. I'm better than most years. I'm gonna be picking in the top eight. So that's exciting. Right. So. uh <laughs> All right, uh, what do you say? You want to do one more yes. and then get to rapid fire? Yep, let's do one more. Okay, and then we'll we'll, we'll sprinkle. We have four rapid fires to talk about, and we'll, we'll sprinkle one in between each one. Yeah. And uh, then we'll maybe save one for uh, one or two for the last. So, you, so let's, uh, okay. let's do another one.
1: So this is this going to be a good one. Three. Oh, all
0: right. The three spot, I like it. Three. Who we got?
1: This is big time. This is big time. I would Honestly, I want one or two, so I hope it's not me, but I would take it if it is me. Oh, okay, so the last pick last year was Real Dynasty. They were in the tin hole. Real Dynasty. Real Dynasty.
0: The three. All right.
1: There you go. I think that's a good spot. So Real Dynasty. Uh, they they did not... They, last year was, was their first year in the league, and... Uh, they didn't finish last, so that was good. But they didn't do well either. So they this is a bounce back year for them.
0: Yeah, I, I like it. So yeah, what what a name horse goes third overall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the best part about yeah, that it, is it, that it, horse it, actually you know is starting to turn in a little bit better. So um,
1: yeah, it's a good good one. A lot of claiming races after they dropped it. Yeah, they if you missed it last year, the Real Dynasty boys drafted an unnamed horse. And it was god awful. Silvermaker.
0: Silvermaker. Yeah, uh, I took. I think it was like March where we had a name for that fucking horse. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So now we've got one, and two open, three, real dynasty, four, Magic Mike, five, six, seven, eight, all open. Nine is Paul, and ten Saratoga Slim. So. Uh obviously the two big spots there cuz you know we right now it's between the Cox and, and the and the and the and the Bafford horses those are the two big ones. <laughs> I right, you you like I did that. Uh and then of course the you know the the kind of the chunk there with 5 through uh th- 5 through 8. So I like it. You kind of have both sides there. You know the two top horses that we know are probably going to go 1 2. That's still wide open. We don't know which team is going to be in those spots. Uh and obviously the the the, the tough part like we talked about a little bit ago that chunk between five and eight that's difficult you know as far as where you, you want to pick what? in that spot so we, those are open too. stay tuned as we do rapid fire we will flash through these and every once in a while you might hear the alarm well you won't hear alarm but you might hear it in the uh, in the post um after the fact and uh you'll hear alarm and uh, it be time to do another draft pick but uh, all right the eighth annual uh racing fantasy league continues on <laughs> Time for Rapid Fire presented by Racing Dudes Premium. All right, if you're not a premium subscriber, what are you waiting for? Go to racingdudes.com right now. Go to the Racing Dudes products page and check out our premium selections. You can get uh, Soma Bombs there. You can get Ricky's Rockets there. You can get our premium picks. We have a Malibu guide coming out soon. Of course, if you are a subscriber to any of our premium picks, you get the wager guides absolutely for free. And we have some big time changes. We're almost uh, about ready to re- release these out. Uh, to the to the, the to the public, where the the products page will be different, will be better. Uh, all over the site will be better. So check that out at racingdudes.com. Racing Dudes Premium. You know, if you want our free picks, they're always going to be free on the website at racingdudes.com. But if you want more, Racing Dudes Premium is where you'll find them. All right, we're gonna go to Gulfstream Park for the four greatest stakes races on Saturday. We'll kick things off. Race four, the Rampart Stakes, the Grade Three, with hundred K. Phillies Mayor, three-year-olds, up going one mile. Field of Six shows up for this one. Headline uh Latruska, two to one morning line favorite five to two on Bajan girl three to one on sally's curlin, five to one dream marie what do you think of this race
1: yeah i thought this was kind of the weakest one we'll talk about on the show right it, it's not fantastic but you know i, I do think it's a, a good competitive race that being said i did go with the favorite number nine Latruska. it just kind of seems like when she's up against this kind of competition she wins you, you know i mean Uh, You look at the past performances, obviously last time out, uh, too tough, you know, just got waxed. But, you know, the race before the shoe V, a grade three at Saratoga, she won the race. Uh, You know, the ballerina, three races back, got smoked. Uh, You know, ungraded race at Gulfstream before that, won. So I I think she's back in the right class level. Um, I think it's competitive. I think... it's a race you're probably going to need to use two or three in uh or maybe even four if you have the budget because i, I could see a few different ones winning but on top i went with uh latruska with, with i just think in this kind of company or this kind of a company uh she's usually tough to beat
0: yeah no i agree uh, you know i think you just you know like gold street park she she's obviously very good two for two this distance she's two for three uh i just getting the, the class relief here is going to be a big difference and i just think she's just frankly the best as far as talent goes, the best talented horse, most talented horse uh, in the race. I, I I thought about playing against just because I do feel like there is going to be some pressure there with that two horse. Um, but I ultimately, just by looking at the, you know, you think, look at the speed figures. It just seems like Latruska is just a little bit better than her. And I think just a little bit faster. So I, I'm with you. I, I this, it's Some of these races were hard for me to kind of get creative when it comes to, to value, you know, because I just feel like and this one here, even if you wanted to go against Latruska, I mean, what are you going to go with? The two? Um, not a lot of value to be had. And Sally's curling one that, you know, likes this track and being a Roman's horse. Sometimes, if that horse was a little bit bigger price, I may take a shot with her because I feel like she's possible to upset but ultimately the best horse in the race is number five, Latruska. that's my pick. Next up, race six, the Sugar Swill Stakes, grade three with 100K. Phillies Mare's three-year-olds and up, going six furlongs, field of six lines up for this one. Uh, you got, I mean, it's really, it's, this is probably one of the more interesting races here with, with, with a, pretty much all of a shot to win this thing. Sound Machine, five to one, Ladies Island, seven to two, five to two, and Golden Amy, Bronx Beauty, eight to one, three to one, and Cinnabunny and Aunt Nadine at four to one. But wait, we, it's time. We got to do another one. Another draft pick. It's time. Get the people what they want. Let's see what the uh, next pick is here for the Fantasy League.
1: All right. Here we go. What number will I draw? It's not a great one. It's not a great one. Eight. Uh Uh-oh. So the eighth pick. Who is this going to be?
0: This could be... Jared. I'm going to go ahead and write start writing my name.
1: Oh, I hope it's not. Oh, It's Jared.
0: (laughs) Of course it is. Why would it not be? Okay, eighth pick, Jared. So one and two still open. Five through seven still open. Jared, Paul, and Slim around that. Hey, but you know, I get another draft pick in in two. uh, After that, I get four picks later. I get a draft pick. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not it's not ideal, but
0: hey. You, we're just looking for we're just looking for that authentic this year, okay? Yeah. No, I
1: mean you'll have it. You'll have a shot. You'll have a shot. I. Uh, it could be worse. It could be nine or ten. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> could be Paul. Could be Slim. And you know, frankly, let's be honest. It, unless I was getting the one and two, I'm probably picking an unraised Bafford horse. So. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much what, <laughs> what I'm probably leaving at this point. <laughs> that's so, right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks for that great news. Um, You're welcome. All right, I have the eighth pick. All right, let's get back to the Sugar Swill Stakes. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so this race, I think, gets a little bit better. I, this is always kind of a fun race. I don't know why. This is almost, to me, this is the unofficial opening of Gulfstream. Like, they did the claiming crown last week, and it's cool, I like it, but Sugar Swirl, it's like, okay, now we kind of feel like we're we're at real Gulfstream. So, yeah, you know, this race, I feel like you could go a lot of different ways. Um, I debated it for a while, but I just thought, let's do a Cinnabunny on top. You know, Brad Cox has shipped in a few uh, on this day. We'll talk about one a little bit later. And if we can get three to one on Cinnabunny, I think it's a pretty good price. And you look at how this horse has been running lately, two straight wins, uh, first time for Brad Cox as well. You know, this horse had been at Parks and, and looks like a private purchase to me uh, for, for Madigan Stables, Michael Dub uh, amongst others. So I kind of think this horse is getting ready to run a pretty big race. Uh, i pray we get three to one i'm afraid we won't but uh i will take cinnabunny on top this looks like a pretty fast horse to me and a horse that uh, cox could have a lot of fun with
0: yeah let's 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 be honest i mean this horse was doing well at parks and running some pretty fast numbers and then brad cox gets his (laughs) gets his hands on her and and gets irad ortiz to ride and obviously the big you know the purchase the the you know obviously buying it you know with mad cat and dub and those guys i mean this is this horse should pop right um so to me to me she's gonna be awful tough um you know she's been working out well she's got two straight bullets uh just really really been going well so i mean to me the distance is right up her alley i like golden amy too i think that horse is pretty fast uh, that last race was really impressive at woodbine she did win here in march mm. earlier in the year at gulfstream park and won well so to me those are some really fast horses and i like both of those so i'm gonna play number five cinnabuddy on top all right race nine the harland's holiday stakes grade three with 100k for three-year-olds and up one one one-sixteenth miles a field of seven lines up for this one Headlined by your two to one morning line favorite number one tax. I still think tax won. He's in the I race five to two. One. Fat man identifier fifteen to one, eight to one. I on the, the Jedi roll earn at twelve to 1, 92 on Math Wizard and four to one on you're gonna have to, tat, tatweech? tatweech, Uh This Tatweege. This is a very interesting horse. So a two point five million dollar purchase for Todd Pletcher, who has yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's won three races in a row as a as a four year old. Um, but obviously not exceeded that $2.5 million purchase price. But before we ask, uh, before we get your opinion of this race and the picks of this race, we are due, my friend, okay. for another pick. So let's get another draw here. What do we got and, uh, who's it going to be? All right,
1: here we go. Uh-oh. The number one pick.
0: Oh, man. Here we man. go. So just we're... going, it's not rigged. I mean, I feel like we should have waited, but okay. All
1: right, here, we're gonna find out who gets the number one pick in the draft,
0: right here. If this is Aaron, if this says Aaron, I'm ending the broadcast right now, just so everyone knows.
1: All right, I'm trying to find myself. I, I marked myself. It's yeah, not me.
0: It's, it's a different different piece of paper.
1: Oh my God.
0: I'm so- Paul, I mean, Ryan and John. Every
1: year, every year, Ryan and John have the number one is
0: this, pick. Is this real? You son of a bitch.
1: They draft first or second every year. Magic said, "Don't even draw. Just give them number one and do two, two through ten for all the rest of us."
0: Uh, <sighs> wow. Okay. That seems like it. Yeah. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> Magic is out. I'm with you. I'm at. Yeah. I'm done. He's out. Uh, it's gone. Okay. Whatever. Wow. Okay. Um, well, it's, uh, I, John probably feels like like something like we're doing something. Like he's almost like I don't know why they keep giving me the first pick every year, but whatever. Um. Uh, so you know they're going. Life is good. I mean, that's, and it, it, if he is, if he does go, life is good. Then you know. You know that horse is a
1: beast. Well, so. I tell you what, and, 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 and we talked about this at the start of the show or start of the segment. Like, why? Why do people? Why should you care about the fantasy league? I'm going to tell you why exactly. Him getting the number one pick is actually really fascinating because he loves Essential Quality. John picked Essential Quality to win if, uh, the Breeders' Cup. If you listen to our uh, pre-Breeders' Cup show with John, he gushed over Essential Quality. But he also knows everything about all the Baffert horses. So who he picks is really going to be telling to me. I am fascinated to see who they take. Uh, but, yeah, that's Yeah, that's he crazy. also
0: wins every claim, too, Vinny. You're I, right. I he know. Wins every he does. Claim. It, 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 <laughs> uh, they won the league the first year. Yeah. Um, they, they were in it. It's just, it's bullshit. It really is. All right, let's get back to the, let's get back to the, the, the picks. Although, at this point, I don't think anybody cares. Uh, the Harlan's Holiday Stakes, what do you think?
1: Well, first of all, you know how I know that you're really excited about tax? Why? Because you skipped race eight. (laughs) We went right past race eight.
0: We're not doing race eight. It's not happening. Oh,
1: okay.
0: (laughs) We're 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 only doing graded stakes, so don't worry about it.
1: (laughs) I wasn't aware. So, okay. So, okay. So you didn't skip race eight. So you did on purpose. Um,
0: All right. (laughs) Wow. We were going downhill. No, I didn't do it. I just did the four graded stakes race. We're going downhill
1: because we're thrown off by John winning this. uh, Anyway, um, okay. Let me ask you a question before I start. Did you hate this race and wanted it, like, to burn in hell while you were handicapping it? <laughs>
0: uh, the fact that I almost pulled the trigger on Fat Man um, should tell you. And then it's like, even if I do pull the trigger on Fat Man, he's 5-2. to two. So, yeah, I, I hate this race. I You know, it, there's nothing... 9-2 to two on Math Wizard. I mean, it's just... I just... Even if you want to get creative in this race, you're not getting any prices. And I just don't like it. So, I mean, I guess Identifier, a horse that i don't i mean it's just you know has one at goldstream park and likes you know he's not bad i don't know but it gets jose that was interesting but i know I, I hate this race it, it's, it's the one thing about this race is interesting we can at least say this is it's obviously a prep for a lot of these for the pegasus so tax fat man i mean the the 2.5 million dollar purchase for todd fletcher Tatwee we that horse. i mean these are horses that are shooting for the pegasus if they run well so you gotta think that at least one or two out of this race will run in the pegasus so for that reason i guess it's important but yeah i hated it
1: you know i, I you know i tax it i couldn't stomach not as the favorite uh he is the, kind of the class of the race but He's disgusting. Uh, identifier, it's like he sucks. I, I know Bodie Express, he lost to him last time out, but it wasn't even like, he wasn't in the same race as Bode Express. He wasn't even in the same zip code. So I, I couldn't really go with him. Uh, yeah, it, went, it I, I'm sitting here debating between Fat Man, who, I mean, he's okay, or Tat Weech, who's facing Steak Company for the first time. Uh, I... I put Fat Man on top. Uh, the biggest key for me was uh, I read Ortiz is riding the horse. You know, he hardly ever rides uh, uh, for this trainer, and, and he's riding Fat Man. And more than anything, you know, Ortiz has been on Tax a lot. Mm-hmm. So you would think if, if he was confident in Tax, he would be on him. So. I kind of think it's telling that he's on Fat Man. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give him the shot, but I'm not excited. I'm not going to play any of these horses to
0: win. Yeah, I mean, he rode this horse to the, the Hooper win um, earlier this year. Irad did. So, you know, and he's obviously, uh, he rode tax to win the Jim Dandy. So, you know, he's obviously kind of, you would think, would have had his pick. Um, both very similar horses. You know, Fat Man has a little bit of the edge in terms of, of the Gulfstream Park a- angle, but, you know, tax does have the, you know, definitely the edge when it comes to the class. And, you know, listen, this race, like, like you say, I mean, you got, we're going to give you picks, but it's like, you got to try to buy this race as, as well as you can. Uh, I-, I ended up going on tax, you know, and I-, I don't know if I've ever picked tax to win a race. And so that, that's the first, right? Um, I still but think I just, tax you know, won. I just saw John and Ryan Get the one pick, and I got like every year got the bottom three picks, and so you know what's new. So I might as well change things up and go with the new horse. And that's tax. Uh Listen, Gargan is awesome off the bench, right? Forty-one percent. I mean, which is really incredible, and it's not like two horses. Forty. I mean, seventeen starters at forty-one percent is pretty unreal. Um, he, you know, he, this horse is trained well. Going up to this race, he's obviously, in this past has ran some nice races off the bench. Um, it's, we haven't seen him since May, and he was not great in the Oklahoma handicap. He's one of those that can throw in a really nice performance mixed in with not, you know. So <laughs> he, he's like I say, I think he he should should win because he's got the class. He's obviously got the ability. We've seen it in the past, but will he, you know, gets Leosias to ride, which has never ridden him before. So I think, you know, honestly, I don't feel good about any of these horses. Moving forward into the Pegasus. You know, the seven I wanted to pick just because it's a big purchase. It's a tap-it, and obviously there's a lot to like there. Um, Tismasu is the, is the Dan, which I thought was cool. But, yeah. listen, this horse needs to run a race that he's not ran before to win here, you know. And so that, to me, was the only thing I couldn't pull the trigger with. So, <laughs> Slim's dad. Slim. You guys are gonna be happy. I still think tax won. Let's hope he wins on Saturday. I'm with Tax. And finally, race 10, the Fort Lauderdale Stakes Grade 2, which are k for three girls and up, going one one eighth miles on the turf. A field of 10 shows up for this one. yeah, you might be saying that the earlier of this car, the, the races we've been talking about aren't great. This one's pretty damn good. Uh some lucky hot brown at four to one. You got five to one on Delaware for Chad Brown, five to two on Factor This, who just you know a lot of these horses uh ran the you know our, our in fact for this ran the readers cup holiday ran 72 channel cat 15 to 1 a horse that likes it you know he's one that you almost have to include when you don't want to include because he will beat you um but yeah ultimately this is a nice little field and again another one of those fields we talked about the pegasus this is a race that's probably shaping up for uh the pegasus turf i,
1: th- I actually think we might get a contender unlike the the race before that we talked about i actually think the winner here, or maybe even the second place finisher might have something to say in the Pegasus turf. Uh, I would factor this on top. I I just think stretching back out to a mile and an eighth is exactly what he needs. You know, at a mile, I shouldn't have been as high on him as I was at the Breeders' Cup. He just didn't run very well, but I think this is the better spot for him. So I went with him on top. Um, I'm chucking Holiday. I don't like Holiday at all in this spot. Um and and my Not my either. crazy long shot is the same as Samiches. Uh, I listened to Magic Mike earlier uh, today, and I was I was happy to hear him mention Spooky Channel. Uh, I think that horse could jump up and win at a price. He's done it before at Gulfstream. He won on Pegasus Day in the W L McKnight last year at thirty six to one. Uh, I think he could he could kind of sit a good trip right behind all the speed and kind of get first run at the leaders and if you see a total meltdown which is possible spooky channel could get up and maybe upset him but on top for me i'm gonna go factor this i just think he's the simply the best horse in the field
0: all right well i have that that's we might have a play here because that's interesting because like before we get to my pick though we need to do another draft (laughs) so let's get another draft pick before we get to my pick you got yours let's get another draft pick here and then we're going to do three at the end, at the closing. But we have three, four spots remaining, including the number two spot overall. Yeah, I'm shaking up. Uh, f- five through seven, um, all open as well. Of course, your name has not been drawn. Yeah. Let's hear it. What do you got?
1: All right. We've got, uh-oh, the number two. Number two. The
0: number two.
1: So there's not going to be so, any drama.
0: No drama for for y'all. We're going to lose all the followers here. Uh, number two, obviously, you're either getting the Central the Quality or you're getting Life is Good. But you're getting one of those two. So, obviously, a very important pick here.
1: Dan and Michael Which, Myers get the two spot. Wow. So, that's good. So, Michael Myers is a new player in the league. We've paired him up with Dan. And uh, they just got a really good break right there. So, Dan and Michael Myers get the two spot. So, you would assume... Now, if it was just Dan... We might not
0: know who's gonna go number two. <laughs> I was gonna say, if it was just Dan, you'd still think you might have an option to get him if you're the third spot there, Real Dynasty. Um, Dan might throw some another unnamed horse. Yeah. Um, but Michael, I'm, I'm thinking Michael, you can you can rein him in, and yeah, new duo second overall. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I, that's you know, congrats to Dan and Mike. Uh, that's great. I mean, like you say, it's uh it seems like the newcomers always get good picks in this league.
1: Uh, real dynasty was last last year. <laughs> so.
0: Seems like it. Okay, there have been times. Overall,
1: I gotta see uh, is Mike my Myers still in here? Yeah, it is still in there. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Don't be cheating. All right. So we got five through seven still. Who's left? We got you. Yeah. Uh, uh, who? Uh, who's left? We got uh, me. Austin, we've got Evil, the last.
1: So we've got the defending champion me. We've got the last place finishers. Of Austin and Evil Stevel, and then we've got the Killer Bees, uh, Brandon Bauer and and Brian Brush. Brian Brush is new to the league, and uh, he has teamed up with Brandon. Uh, so we still got those three left.
0: All right, so we got those three. We'll do those at the end after uh, after we close this up. All right, so back to the four Lauderdale. I, you know, listen. I I I did not believe it or not. Did not listen to the Magic Mike show, um, but. Spooky Channel was one that I really looked at for a long time because I like the, you know, I feel like this race has got speed written all over. It. You know, it's gonna be very quick. Uh, some like a hot round, obviously uh, likes to go, and of course, <clears throat> you know, the the seven horse who's a little bit unknown, but t- that horse will go. Factor this, like your horse that you like likes to go. Holiday likes to go, so I feel like the pace is gonna be pretty pretty spot on. Spooky Channel is one of those horses that can can close, and obviously. Uh, can win this distance and can win at goldstream park so i like that horse overall i did pick the number two horse uh for chat for chad brown delaware uh because another horse that can close you know again this horse has kind of been disappointing since coming over here has not won in the united states but listen you gets irad ortiz back to ride Uh, almost won last time out by increasing his buyer by 10 points over the previous start and that was in a you know just a, a listed stakes race at Aqueduct, and then he comes over and brings him here, you know. So, I feel like for a couple reasons, that's pretty notable. And he's throwing blinkers off, you know. So, I think the equipment change and moving him up in class dramatically tells you that, okay, I mean, he, Chad Brown, we've talked about this a lot on this show. He's not just show, showing up with horses that he doesn't think can win, you know. And so, I think he's one that you got to play. I'm gonna I pick him. At, I like that price at five to one, but I, I'm with you. I and, and, and Samich, uh, you know, I think playing that spooky channel as a price makes a lot of sense you play those two and then maybe you know i do think factor this has a lot of talent um so the fact that you know playing him in case he you know likes to get you know brave and hold on i think you know you play him as well uh but really i agree i do think this race has some potential to give us a horse to talk about as we move into the pegasus you know it's not like the last one that we just talked about this one feels like there might be some legit contenders um, moving into that race in January. But for the top pick in this one, I'm on number two, Delaware. <laughs> so tell me all the time we have to check us out at RacingDudes.com for our free picks and our premium selection on our handicap count page. Click the price link that made me at RacingDudes.com to learn more. We're not done, all right? I know you guys have been listening. Uh, we have three spots left. We'll wait to do the closing. We got to get to these three spots. We got to get the draft order. Uh, these three teams have been waiting patiently, including yourself, uh, Aaron Halterman. So... Uh, we got, what is it, five five through seven left? Uh, so five through seven are left. We've got John and Ryan, Dan and Michael, Real Dynasty, Magic Mike. You just put up the six seed there. So what what's, what's going to be a six pick?
1: Six. Who's ready? Who's it going to be? Austin and Evil Stevel.
0: Austin and Evil are the six. The
1: six. They were the last, last place, place finishers. Team. Yeah, they were. They had the ninth pick last year, so they're up to six, so that could help. Uh, I was reviewing their draft last year. I can see why they finished last. It, it was <laughs> a really, really bad draft. Uh, Ancient Warrior was their first round pick who never got them a point um I, I can't Aja weed uh was was one of their top like round picks he was awful answer in was one of their picks he was awful uh finnick the fierce which i think may have got him a point or two i mean it was bad it was bad
0: and then they compounded it by by a lot of claims and well, claiming horses that did not their fault wouldn't run yeah um, king, king like Guillermo. Guillermo. and now look i mean you know <laughs> That ship yeah. is sold. It seems like with King Guillermo. So uh, he was bad it, last, last. He week. was really bad. Too that percent. was bad. You That's know. Bad. Um, which, by the way, we didn't really mention it, but that sucks. Bodie Express finally gets his shit together. Yeah. And and, and now he's done. So yeah. he's fine, but he's done. So it, it, that that sucks. Um, but all right, we all got right. two picks left here. We got the five spot. We got the seven spot. Two teams left. Wait. What you got? All right, it's the five. The five. So. So we got Halterman left and. and the killer bees. The killer bees.
1: It's going to be me. I am the five.
0: All right. So that so puts the killer bees. That means the killer at bees. seven.
1: Killer bees are at seven. So there you go.
0: And there you go. So like I said, all new teams get good picks because they just got the seven. All right, there you go. This is the official draft order. John and Ryan, Dan and Michael, number three, Real Dynasty, four, Magic Mike, five, Aaron, Uh, number six, Austin and Evil, seven, Killer Bees, eight, myself, Paul's number nine, and Slimmy, all the way, (laughs) right all the way at the beginning of the show, he drew the 10th spot. There you go. So that is the official order of the fan. Well, I mean... What are your? Uh, you got any uh, early morning line odds for this uh, this uh, draft order yet?
1: Yeah, so that'll be up after the draft. I'll do the first morning line odds, and I do morning line odds all the way out uh, throughout the whole thing until it's all over. Every week we'll have a updated morning line odds on the uh, fantasy. Uh, you know uh, the fantasy updates. So uh, no, you know I'm sitting here now, and I, I've got the five, and I have no idea who I'm who. Ideally, who I would pick at five, knowing that I got a pretty good idea who's going one two. Yeah, I have no idea, even in a perfect world, who who I'll pick at five.
0: I don't. uh, Yeah, and I'll I'll compound that with the eight. You know, like I I don't (laughs) like who the hell knows, right? And then not just to mention, that's just the first round. We got we got to do four rounds of this, so you know this is going to be. It just feels like one of those years that, while we have some standouts like we have mentioned in the top spots there, after that, it's just you're just taking you're just winging it. You know, you're just hope you're taking you know just throwing darts.
1: So if it goes exactly like how I have them ranked right now on the website, which you can find at RacingDudes.com/slash Kentucky Dash Derby. The fifth horse is Hot Rod Charlie. That's who that's I have your, ranked fifth. Right
0: that's <laughs> your boy. And that's an eight? ox
1: Vocal. I, I might take him. I mean, Who's eight? <laughs> eight is Red Flag, winner of the Bob Hope Stakes at Del Mar. Trained by John Sheriffs. Um, let's see. Well, I'll just go through them, uh, the top ten. Life is good. I have number one. Essential quality, two. Highly motivated three. That's the Chad Brown horse who won the Nyquist stakes on the undercard uh, at the Breeders' Cup. Uh, Keep me in mind, that's the Kentucky Jockey Club winner, uh, who's also finished uh, behind Essential Quality uh, twice. Hot Rod Charlie is five. Jackie's Warrior is six, which I think that's an interesting horse to see where he gets drafted. I I think the majority of the people in our league don't think he's going to get the distance. I personally think he can win along the trail, you know, like especially like the Smarty Jones at Oakland, say. I think that he could win that pretty easy. Anyway, number seven is Classier. He's going to run in the Los Alamitos Futurity, so we'll kind of have an idea of him before we draft. Number eight is Red Flag. Uh, number nine is Freedom Fighter. Uh, this was a, a, a maiden special weight winner for Bob Baffert at Del Mar. And number 10 is Rambar, who finished fifth in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. So, I mean, these are not good horses, a lot of these. Well,
0: what makes it tough like with a horse like Jackie's Warrior is the name and, and his kind of credentials give him a top round pick, <laughs> you know, but he also brings a lot of risk because if he doesn't get the distance, then he's... He's a waste, you know. He, he he gets you nothing, you know. Even if he does, I mean, if you if you do you want to spend a number one draft pick, your first round draft pick on a horse that's only going to get you points in the Smarty or something, you know, like yeah. which is fine, I guess. You technically meant you earned the plus column with him, but then you got to drop him, and that's worth twenty points dropping him. So yeah, uh, it, it the hit, drafting that horse like that. So like you say, it will be interesting to see. How far he goes, you know, how far he drops down as far as who wants to take that. But, you know, I can tell you, because I've been here a lot of times, when you get to these late, you know, late spots, you kind of have to pick the horse that is a name and has upside, you know, because, you know, other than that, you're kind of left with, you know, basically grasping at nothing. So, um, but all right, that's the, that's, that's the (laughs) that's the official order there and uh, stay tuned. What the draft is uh, Wednesday before Christmas. We'll do the draft yep. uh, live on air and you kind of get an idea of who the teams are and, and who's got who. And that, that's always a fun show every year. It's freaking chaos. Cause now, I mean, I don't even know how we're going to get 16 guys. Well, um,
1: I, here's the deal with our new setup. I think it's going to be easier than ever because we can put them in the lobby where they can be doing whatever and we can't hear them. And we only, you and I are on full time. And then we only bring the other guys on when it's their when they pick. they get a
0: pick. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Actually, that might that might be pretty good. Uh, yeah. You know, let 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 Slim just over there just rattle off on his own, you know, and then um, we'll just bring him on for his pick. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, I like it. All right. Yeah, so stay tuned. And obviously, stay away, go to com to see more about the uh, the league and what we're doing. Uh, make sure you go check out racedudes.com is your destination site for all free horse racing picks and information uh, go to, we're on Twitter at or Dudes, Instagram and Facebook list us on SoundCloud iTunes Google Play Music Stitcher even the website at racingdudes.com Remember, go check out the Magic Mike show uh, they did the late pick for at Gulfstream Park on Saturday so you want more information about you know we talked about Sandwich's picks in the Fort Lauderdale if you want some more analysis of that what him and Magic are doing go check them out at the same locations as well uh oh we got you know before we get off air here uh congratulations i mean boy just lay, just laid the wood i mean hopefully guys paddle's still on here laid the wood on the titans my boy you know my boy your boy uh just lit him up in that first that first half i mean he was unbelievable and the browns man they're making some noise
1: yeah yeah that was a lot of fun a lot of fun Uh, Mayfield, uh, uh, probably his best game as a Brown. I mean, he played amazing. Uh, Yeah, the Browns, they look great. Uh, That was a humongous win. But they got another big one coming up on Monday night this week. They're at home against the Ravens. I'm telling you, they should beat the Ravens. They are not that good. This is a a huge game for the Browns. They win this one. They're sitting at 10-3 with the two New York teams and then the Steelers at home the last game of the year. The Browns are staring eleven or twelve wins right in the face if in the, if they can beat uh, the Ravens uh, this week. It, it is a huge game Monday night. All eyes are going to be on them. They're getting a lot of hype. This is a huge game for the Browns. And, and it, like like Guys Paddle saying, the Steelers they didn't look very good. Washington beat the Steelers, so we now live in a world where that <laughs> Week Seventeen game could be for the division. Yeah, the exactly. Can... That's what I
0: was just about to say. Yeah.
1: But they got to win. This is a huge... I, to me, in my opinion, the t- they snuck up on the Titans. I think the Titans thought, ah, will show up and kick their ass. And the Browns, they showed they're a pretty good team. Now, you know the Ravens are going to be ready to play this game. And the Ravens need a win. Bad. So this is a huge test for the Browns this week.
0: Yeah, all of a sudden with that loss, you know, not just like we talked about earlier with the Steelers losing, potentially losing that first round uh, bye to the Chiefs. All of a sudden that loss to Washington, considering they still have to play the Browns, um, it it definitely adds some. And then that's in that week seventeen that they play the Browns, mm-hmm. so yeah. that you know that adds some intrigue. So they need to win out, um, you know, in order to to not get to the situation where they lose one game and the Browns win out, get to that game, and all of a sudden, that you know, that game's for the division. So, yeah, I mean, I love it. I would love this. Obviously, I would love nothing more. I want the Steelers to lose like we've talked about, and it would be great to see uh, the Browns do it. So I was impressed. I was watching that game off and on, and I just thought, my gosh, like every time I look, the Browns are scoring again. And, yeah. and usually when you see that, it's like Chubb's going off. But it wasn't Chubb, you know. it was Baker was just lighting him up, you know. Well, he
1: quietly is having a really good last five or six games. Like, he hasn't thrown an interception in over a month. And and that's, that is that is kind of what we talked about four or five weeks ago. Or I don't know, maybe it was Thanksgiving uh, weekend. I was drunk that show. I don't really remember what I talked about. But I, one of the shows, I was like, he has had to adjust – to be in just another guy that's out there managing the game versus go out there and win the game for us, Baker. He he, and he has. Slowly, it's like, okay, my job is not to turn the ball over. Just make the throws that are there. Don't force things into windows, right. tight windows. He's done it. over the, And people go, well, he's not throwing for that many yards. That is by design. That's what they want. Right. And then they get into a game last week, and everybody's up against the run. It's like, oh, the Browns don't throw the ball very much. There's single coverage all over the field, and he torched them because he's, he's good enough to do that. Yep. So what are the Ravens are going to have to do? They're going to have to back off. They're going to think, uh-oh, this guy threw for 300 yards and like four or five touchdowns. Now the running game's open. It all works together, and that that's by design because the Browns have a great scheme because they have a good coach, unlike the Cardinals, who have the worst coach in the NFL <laughs> other than Gaze.
0: <laughs> oh man uh yeah we won't, we won't talk about the cardinals i they're they yeah. are, they're imploding but uh no the browns yeah and that's one thing it, you know you look at the stat lines of baker and it's like oh he throws for under 300 yards really most games and but but he's not throwing picks like you said he's throwing multiple <laughs> touchdowns and he's get, he's doing you know a long time ago i compared him to to alex smith and he really is that kind of player because and that, yep. that's not a knock I love Alex Smith but it's just like once Alex figured out what he was you know like because when I think when they drafted Alex at San Francisco it was like you need to go win the game you know like you're saying and, and you realize like that's not the quarterback he is you know maybe mm-hmm. he was in college but it wasn't how he was in NFL and just like Baker same thing that's how he was in college yep. it's not how it is in the NFL for him but he's like you say he's got an amazing cast around him uh, excellent running running game and and, and when you see him throw up numbers like that with no picks, they're going to be tough to beat, you know, because that means they've scored a lot of points and, you know, they didn't even need Chubb, you know. So, like, and, and, and Chubb's there when you need him in Hunt. You know, don't forget Hunt. Um, so, yeah, it, that's a team... I'll tell you this. That's a team that, as a Chiefs fan uh I wouldn't want to run into into the playoffs oh. just because the,
1: the, the Chiefs will beat them by t- 20 plus points the, the
0: per- I don't know if they'll beat them by 20 plus they, but no. they will beat they will beat them but no. they're a team that gives you problems because they have a uh they have that running game they can just hold the ball you know and if Baker's not doing be an idiot they're they do become a problem and then just like Tennessee uh found out because I think Tennessee's really freaking good I I really do and and Hey, you know what? You guys, you guys held Henry. I mean, yeah. that, that was a, that was a big thing too. Of course, the game flow changed a little bit, um, considering you you know you knocked him in the teeth early. But yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I don't think the Browns are one a team that I'd want to play in in the. Uh, I'd rather play Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd rather play the Browns than Tennessee. Um, but still, I think I, I do think the Browns are definitely up and coming.
1: The problem with the Browns against the Chiefs. They have, the Browns are terrible pass defense. The, the Browns have a really good front and a really poor secondary, and I think that would be a disaster. <laughs> I think the Chiefs would score whenever they touch the ball. Uh, I do think the Browns could, could move the ball in the Chiefs, but I think a lot of teams could. You know? um, yeah, I, I think yeah. that would be a disaster. Uh, I, I, as, a, as, a, as a lifelong three-year Browns fan, I don't want to see the Chiefs in the playoffs. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't think anybody does. Uh, you know, the no, thing, the thing about the Chiefs is is uh, that is as a fan, uh, you know, is, is a, and I am a lifelong fan. Is that mm-hmm. you, we're 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 now spoiled already with with Mahomes. That any game, you know, our good friend John uh, had a bet on went, all survivor leagues were were going through the Chiefs last week, and he was texting us like crazy, and he's worried, and he's like, you know, I can't believe, and I was like, John, I get it, but they're gonna win. Yeah. No. Like, they're just going to win. And it's like, it is, it is like, you know, because we are spoiled. Because you, yeah. you get Mahomes the ball, and guess what? You know that you're going to win the game. And he just... It, and so, I get that's a false sense of, of security, but, you know, that Raiders game that we lost, they get the ball one more time, guess what? They're going to win, yeah. you know? Like, they're just... So, it's just... They're one of those that the defense needs to improve, but, yeah, I mean, just scoring-wise... You don't want to match up against the Chiefs. You're not going to win that.
1: See, and I disagree, actually, Michael, with your comment. I don't think running the ball is the key. The key is to score and get pressure on Mahomes. That, those are the two keys. It's not keeping the ball away. It's scoring when you get the ball. That is a huge key because you're only, even when you get a lot of pressure on him, your stops are going to be limited. But that's how you stop him. you got to get pressure on him. That is the number one factor. And the Browns can what, do it, but the problem is the Browns have nobody to cover anybody on the Chiefs.
0: What's your thoughts on? Uh, like I've I've thought about this, but as a Chiefs fan, like and, and you know, I think if you're playing the Chiefs and you have anything less than fourth and four, you go for it every time. If you're every,
1: especially especially if you're on anywhere past like the forty on
0: every I time, agree. and when teams get like sometimes they're like fourth and two and you're like please punt it and they do and you're like okay good because why wouldn't you because you know as soon as you kick it you're getting you're giving it back to the best player in the NFL and he's probably gonna go score.
1: there was a situation I can't remember exactly when it happened but the Broncos did that uh, last week It was like fourth and short and they punted I, it was either tied or maybe the Broncos were behind uh, by one score and I thought what what are you doing and it was fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah
0: you have nothing to lose you just like you, you
1: can't you, punt the ball well it's not even that even if you have everything to lose what do you think is what do you want to do try to keep the ball and get a first down or punt it to mahomes like what's your best chance to win the game at that
0: point yeah it's cause, and think of it logically like this like okay so you punt the ball and now let's say the difference is, the net y- yardage difference was 40 yards okay mm-hmm. one play and and mahomes has the yeah. 40 yards back you know what i mean yeah, uh, yeah. In one play he's got to pass to Tyreek or to Kelsey, and it's like, oh well, the point was pointless at that point. So you might as well try to go for it, and keep it away. Uh, Michael says 45-42 uh, Browns. Michael, if they play the Browns, you call, you contact me. Yeah, I will accept any bet you want. So it'll be
1: it'll be forty-two to twenty-four Chiefs if they play the Browns. <laughs> I, I I mean, I think the Browns, I think the Browns could give them a scare, but it, it's it. it When it's the Browns and the Chiefs, it will ultimately come down to the fact that the Browns will never stop them, and they can't score every drive to match it. They're not that kind of team. You know, like the Packers are a team that could win 45-42. I don't think the Browns can beat the Chiefs 45-42. All
0: right. That's – I would love to talk more about it, obviously. (laughs) But, uh, uh, obviously, congrats to, uh, you know, John. John Ryan uh, for the one pick Um, that's great I'm so happy for you Uh, I I just just, whatever Um, so we'll be seeing those guys and I'm sure we'll be talking all about how they got the one pick again Uh, but yeah stay tuned for more fantasy information of course good luck this weekend playing Gold Street Park go check out the Magic Mike show I'm Jared Welch he's Aaron Altman good luck this weekend
2: Racindudes.com for all of your needs. Racindudes.com for all of your leads. Racindudes.com for all of your bets. Racindudes.com is good as it gets. Racindudes.com for all of your needs. Racindudes.com for all of your leads. Racindudes.com for all of your bets. Racindudes.com is good as it gets. I still think tax One.